1: Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. what's up happy friday welcome to uh, troubled minds news i'm your host michael strange and this is the show where we do the news and the old joke when this show used to be called something different that was conspiracy news with michael strange the old joke is well the conspiracy is the news the conspiracy is the news uh what's up guys i see you in the chat thanks for showing up thank you bailey for the gift subs thank you thank you appreciate that uh, so basically for the new people, we have lots of new people finding us every single day. It's a pretty exciting time for troubled minds. We went like an entire year and nobody knew anything about us or they'd show up for five minutes and listen in like bunches of, you know, twos and threes, but now it's changing. The world is changing. And, uh, oddly enough, all of us old school conspiracy theorists, I can say that now cause it's been <clears throat> years, years, but, uh, the old schoolers uh, are, are like, yeah, so so we we told you we told you, didn't we? We told you. All of the speculation that we that we kind of threw out back in the old days with this, all the COVID bit, all this other BS, many things that are going on, we are on the ball. We're on the ball. It's it's easy to see if you just pay attention, right? That's what this show is about. This show is about the news, and it's about the conspiracy that is the news, and that they lie to us every single day. And like I said, it's important. Discernment in all of this is important for, for a number of reasons here. Uh, first off, like I always say, there is a baby in the bathwater. All right. We can't take all of the news and throw it out as fake. If you want to pay attention to the news cycles, you have to pay attention closely. If you give a damn about what the truth may actually be, because in those news cycles, there is truth. Truth exists. What it is, Holy shit, there's your debate, right? So that's what this is about. This, this show is about looking at that stuff and notice how you can look up anything and there's contradictory information about all of it. So what's true then? What's really true in this post-truth world? Well, uh, there isn't any, is there? I mean, it seems like, uh, I think it's intentional too, to be perfectly honest. I think the post-truth world goes something like this. They want us to believe nothing right and so you throw out all the contradictory things back and forth and so we don't even know what to believe but then they can manipulate you to believe a particular chain of events that lead either way you see either this way or that way depending on what they want you to believe at a particular time and then at any given moment they can change the way that works and if you went this way to the left let's say and i'm not talking politically i'm just speaking down a particular rabbit hole of wtf then they could change the definition and suddenly that rabbit hole is a is a bunch of terrorists right but then they can flop it the other way and this is what i'm saying i think it's intentional they don't want us to actually have as much as they say right as much as the technocrats do what they do and try and say all right we want to limit the things being stated on social media right because they want to limit the truth to a narrow band i don't think that's the truth at all i think they want us uh, to give to, to have that uh, the the binary truth of a or B and that's it and then they can manipulate us both ways see so the real danger for the, tech, the technocrats and the media and all the rest of this are the people that don't buy either line of bullshit right those are the real people because those are the people that want to think for themselves those are the people that are not afraid to roll up their sleeves and dig into a news cycle and find out what is crap and what is not those are the dangerous people and of course you know what they call those people yeah that's right conspiracy theorists yeah so you know uh it has been uh one of those things where uh, i i've uh, since the very beginning i've just embraced the term yeah call me that call me a conspiracy theorist and it's fine you know why you know why because guess what i'm way more ahead of the game than most people and it's because i try really hard to be you see you put in the effort and you can start to see things before they happen we're not nostradamus here this has never been that. I'm not fortune telling or reading tarot cards or any any of that crap. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just reading the news. You see, though, you see, you can tell the future. In many different ways. <laughs> what's up, guys? All right, there's my little rant. This show started actually as part of Troubled Minds Radio, and we used to do a news segment on there. And it just got larger and larger, and took up uh, more and more space that uh, was kind of cutting into the aliens, conspiracy, paranormal talk. So we made it our own show. We made uh, just a news show to talk about this stuff and do our thing. So that's what's on deck today. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go through the uh, the quick hits of the news cycle, things I picked out that were reasonably interesting, and. Uh, Uh, Yeah, there we go. So, as always, if you want to be part of the show today or any other time, uh, just give us a call. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. Troubledminds.org. Phone number is on top there of the website. Also, the Discord link. You cannot miss it. It's like the first two things you see and let me turn my volume up. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's what's up. That's what we're doing. So let's do it. Let's get to the news, shall we? Uh, Enough rambling. Michael Strange, shut up. Give me the news. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Let's start with this. As usual, I will link my sources so you can read the things that I'm looking at here. Uh, I don't, uh, I'd, I'd never expect you to believe me um, in, in, in any capacity ever because, as we discussed, the news cycle is a bunch of crap. So, as I go through it, I'm going to just tell you what I think, and that's that. So, that's very quickly. All right, here we go. Ready? Is everybody ready? All right. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. This is a doozy. This is a, a reported by W. HDH.com, Boston 7 News. Yeah. Headline is this I should have gotten the damn vaccine. Father of five dies in hospital after contracting COVID-19 while on vacation. Yeah, right? All right. So there you go. Let's read just a little bit of this. A father of five who contracted COVID-19 while on vacation with his family told his fiance that he was regretful for not getting vaccinated moments before he passed away. Days after vacation in San Diego with his fiance, Jessica Dupreez, and their children, Michael Freedy tested positive for the virus and quickly landed in the intensive care unit, according to a gofundme post fridi a las vegas native who spent time on the beach during his vacation initially thought that he was suffering from sun poisoning sun has anybody ever heard that term sun poisoning isn't that called a sunburn anyway just just curious uh, that 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 term jumped out at me but okay let's continue but staff in the emergency room determined that his blood oxygen level was critically low and he was admitted dupreez said Freedy spent a number of days on breathing machines before he passed away on thursday all right horrific terrible anytime people die it's bad all right it's simple it's a simple thing however the media doesn't seem to get the memo how they politicize everything and they'll jump on any chance of people dying or not they don't give a damn about people dying they only give a damn about their story and their narrative so right like we said we've talked about this often and there is a actual uh you know vaccine adverse reaction is a thing all right now if you want to be fair you got to report when something goes bad with that as well right well they don't notice that shit gets covered up like crazy and i'm not saying, please don't get me wrong, consult a doctor, do all that stuff, right? Make your own personal decisions. I'm not telling you to do this or to do that. You decide for your damn self, all right? But this, this is disgusting. You put this in the news, and of course, what are they doing? They're saying, well, if you don't want to die, you should get the vaccination, right? Okay, well, it's not as simple as that, right? Again, we were talking about this the other night on the Discord. What happens if you have an autoimmune disease? Well, what then? what if you have a heart murmur what then well it's not so cut and dry and not everybody falls into the same category of wtf you should do so again it's a personal choice stop leaning on everybody to do the things that you expect of them to do that you've done okay stop and i'm not talking to people out there listening to this i'm talking to the media i'm talking to all the garbage the flip in with yesterday it's t- it's one thing you know yesterday it's no masks tomorrow it's two masks the next day it's no masks it's this that the other it's astrazeneca it's a. Uh, co- it's uh what, what is this pfizer i don't know i like <sighs> is it a vaccine or is it a race between big pharma since when in your life have you ever had a vaccine like a flu shot just fyi have you ever had a flu shot and knew who made it did you ever go i got my pfizer flu shot today did you ever did that ever happen has, has that ever been advertised in the history of the world i don't think so i kind of don't think so and so it's strange isn't it that uh we have all these different vaccines and they're labeled by the uh well by the big pharma that's Punching them out and making all the money on it. So again, right, I don't know. This again, like I said, is disgusting. It's disgusting the way the media has treated this. And I'm on this soapbox again because it the last probably week has been absolutely insane nutter butters with this Delta variant, right? Delta variant, Delta variant, the Delta variant everybody say with me. The Delta variant all right so speaking of the delta variant let's move on shall we there's more here how about this this is from the washington post which is of course a beacon of amazing journalism and check this out yeah this is from today yeah now explain to me this explain to me this cdc study shows three fourths of people infected in Massachusetts COVID-19 outbreak were vaccinated, but few required hospitalization. How is that possible? Can somebody please explain to me how this works? I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. It makes no damn sense, does it? I would assume it would be the other way around. 75% of the people that were infected in this Massachusetts outbreak probably should have been the unvaccinated types, right? Isn't that what we're told? Well, what the hell is this? Is this a lie? What is this? Is this the truth squeaking out? And then they're going to have to redact it tomorrow? I don't know. But you tell me. You tell me. What in the world is going on here? Does it make any lick of sense to you? It shouldn't. Here we go. A sobering scientific analysis published Friday of an explosive Massachusetts COVID-19 outbreak fueled by the Delta variant found that three quarters of the people who became infected were fully vaccinated. Yep. The report from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. That's right. The CDC. That's what we keep hearing. The CDC. followed the science. The CDC. The report from the CDC is one key piece of growing body of evidence that bolsters the hypothesis that vaccinated people can spread the more transmissible variant and may be a factor in the summer surge of infections. So what's going on here? <laughs> what's, what, what's going on here? Like I said, like I always say on the other show, does it seem like we live in the upside down? How on God's green earth, are three-quarters of the people that got it in this explosive event near Boston vaccinated. Somebody please explain. If you're not confused now, well, you're way ahead of me because I'm confused. This is like WTF little bit more the data detailed in the cdc's morbidity and mortality weekly report provided key evidence that convinced agency scientists to reverse recommendations on mask wearing and advise that vaccinated individuals wear masks in indoor public settings in some circumstances all right so hold on hold on stop the press explain to me this remember two weeks to flatten the curve you remember when the the top epidemiologists in the world were saying, well, in the next two to three years, we're just assuming everybody in the world is going to catch this. And we just want to make sure when it begins in the initial stages we don't lose too many people as a result of it we want hospital beds to be open we're expecting everybody to get this at some point and at that point we will reach herd immunity right was that or was that not the stance that clunked out in the very beginning when once they started shutting this shit down in march of 2020 was that or was that not the stance this was never a oh we're going to be able to keep people from getting this thing no they assumed everybody eventually would get this and it would pass through. The human resistance would step up. Some people would tragically die. But as a result, we would be better off against this because we got it naturally. Because, right? The natural course of the human immune system, right? Am I right? Am I right here? If I'm wrong about that, somebody, you're welcome. Speaking of uh, if I'm wrong... Transparency 702 957 1037 troubledminds.org. I'm linking my sources. You can find all of the information I share either right here in the chat, in the comments down below, or join the Discord. You can find like I, I'm not shy about where I find my stuff, I'm not trying to make you believe anything that may or may not be true. I'm as confused as anybody. All right, However, however, what the hell is going on right now? What is this? Seriously. Does any of this make sense? Does any of this make sense? What's up? Gibby says you're getting canceled and we're all going on a list. Is it wrong to point out the hypocrisy of the media? Is that wrong? Again, I don't know the answers to these questions I'm asking. I don't know. I am not that guy. And like I said, I'm not telling you one way or the other to take this thing or not take the thing. I'm telling you to make up your own damn mind. But what I am saying is the media is not making this easy. They're politicizing things. They're they're leading us down narratives that may not be true. And they change their mind every damn day. So how are we supposed to know anything when they don't tell us the truth? Yeah, there we go. Here's the link. It's from the uh, Washington Post, and uh, oh, I already put it there. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's some, there's some serious WTF going on here. This is, this is not okay. This is not okay. Does that make any amount of sense to anybody? CDC study shows three fourths of people infected in Massachusetts COVID-19 outbreak were vaccinated. Come on, no, really. All right, let's uh let's let's get to something a little more fun. This is from uh, LMT online and this is from Texas and this is pretty amazing. None other than La Yerona ghost sightings reported on Laredo's Mines Road. There's a nice photograph there. Check this out. Could it be that people traveling on Mines Road might expect to see a little more than traffic late at night? Recently on social media, many people passing through the area have reported seeing a ghost. That's right. I said a ghost. These reported sightings have occurred within the same area between Mines Road and Father Charles M. McNabo Park. The sightings went viral with a post by a local paranormal research group, which asked people to share their stories, including several accounts of a lady in white. There's the photograph again. Looks like appears to be, well, uh, maybe an apparition of a lady in white on the road even. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Hey, here you go. This, uh, the sightings went viral. There you go. A quote, a woman dressed in a long white dress with loose, dark hair, quietly walking with composure looks as if she were sad or upset about something described ariana villalobos of what she saw villalobos said the scene was horrific and they did not want to get out of their vehicles however she said her encounter with the woman in white was a quiet one as she did not make any sounds as they passed on the road Quote, the only time I saw her was once, and it was uh, late at night, and she made us all scared to even come outside. One other person who had recently traveled through the area said he captured an image of the ap- apparent apparition. According to the witness, he did not see it during his regular travels, but as he got to his home after passing through the area, he noticed that a camera installed in his car captured an image of something that resembled the woman in white. There you go. There's your... There you go. So didn't actually see with his eyes caught it on a Dash Cam of sorts. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good stuff. We may actually do a show on this this week. Let's see. La Llorona. Anybody know what that is? Yeah, that's right. The Crying Woman. And uh, there's a horrific story behind that as well. So, yeah, that's what's going on. So maybe, I don't know. What is this about? You tell me. I have no idea. But it's definitely better to think about and talk about than all that other trash that we started with. But in any case, um, as, as I said, we're growing. This show is growing. People are becoming becoming more interested Uh, they're finding us in different ways and i'm honored by that thank you and as a result of that more and more people are subbing up and supporting the show thank you again shout out to bailey for uh sending us uh sending us the gift subs right here on twitch thanks to everybody else for subbing up and doing the things uh so here's a quick little blurb a word from our sponsor which by the way is you be right back Okay, all right, all right, there we go, La Llorona, what's that? What's the song, la, 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 la Llorona, all right, let's continue, shall we, let's con- keep on trucking, all right, this is the deal, this is, yep, uh, this is the world we live in, right here, this is the world we live in, all right, uh, French uh, sorry, uh, this is by NBCnews.com, right? Uh, one of one of the other most trusted sources in news. Poster depicting Macron as Hitler lands a French COVID protester in legal trouble. <laughs> the, poster, the, the poster protest was part of a broader backlash against Macron as he seeks to make rules stringent and aimed at curbing infections. All right. French President Emmanuel Macron has spent the past few weeks fighting back against critics of his tough coronavirus measures. Now, one of them is facing legal trouble over a billboard depicting him as a Nazi leader Adolf Hitler. The poster protest was part of a broader backlash. Like we said, his policies have helped drive a boom in signups for vaccination appointments, but also stoked fierce opposition among a minority who see them as an attack on cherished national freedoms, mm. right? Remember, remember when you say freedom and you're in the minority and you're labeled as a dissident and a terrorist, you see, if you don't understand why I always say we live in the upside down, well... Welcome to it. <laughs> the poster, which appeared in the southern French port city of Toulon, depicted Mac- Macron in uniform as a Nazi leader, complete with the trademark mustache. The swastika armband was altered to read LREM, Le- La République en Marche. Uh, I don't know French. Anyway, that's the, M- Macron's governing political party. An accompanying, accompanying slogan read, Obey get vaccinated. Yeah, all right. Well, in any case, this guy's getting sued, and um, Macron's legal team doesn't like being called Alof Hitler and a Nazi, and so, of course, well, they're coming after him. So, at least, at least he didn't have him arrested, because, well, (laughs) then what? Then, then, well, he would be proving, uh, imagine if he was arrested and then beaten in the gulag, possibly to death. Well, then, then, then the, uh, the 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 billboard would be accurate, wouldn't it? So let's see what happens to this guy if he only gets sued, or if uh, you know. Uh, I thought it, I thought there were laws allowing political figures to be criticized right like that's part of part of this deal i don't know i'm not a lawyer as i've always said but i thought you were allowed to do stuff like this because well they're doing shit like this all over the united states right the land of the free and the home of the brave they're just shitting on each other calling each other hitler constantly matter of fact they're calling me hitler and you hitler and everybody's hitler you know why because you don't follow their political ideology. And isn't it convenient, like I always say, isn't it convenient, that anybody that doesn't agree with you politically is Adolf Hitler. Hmm. Strange. Let us continue, shall we? We've got this from the thehill.com. And uh, Morgan the world we live in. Investigative journalist's home raided by Russian authorities. Oh, that's something a little more Hitler-ish, wouldn't you say? All right. Russian authorities raided the residence of investigative journalist Roman Dobrokotov, the Associated Press reported. Dobrokotov, who is the editor-in-chief of investigative news site The Insider, tweeted in a thread on Wednesday that Russian authorities were knocking at his residence, sharing his home address, and saying that he would need a lawyer. Quote, apparently I have a search. The police are knocking. Dobrokotov wrote in a tweet translated from Russian. An attorney from a legal aid group, and this is a really big word, so I'm going to get some help from Microsoft Mike, and I'll take a sip of coffee. Well, this this awesome AI tries to pronounce these crazy big words.
2: Copyright giddy images. <laughs> Russian authorities raided the residence of investigative journalist Roman Dobrokotov. The Associated Press reported. Dobrokotov, who is the editor-in-chief of investigative news site The Insider, tweeted in a thread on Wednesday that Russian authorities were knocking at his residence, sharing his home address, and saying that he would need a lawyer.
1: All right, that's not the part I want in red. Come on. Come on, Microsoft Mike. Get with it. This is BS. Here we go. This is what I want. Let's do this part. This part. There you go.
2: An attorney from a legal aid group, Pravizashkada Otkriki, told the Newswire that authorities seized the journalists' cell phones, laptops, tablets, and international passport during their raid.
1: Proves Tricky, you hear? Whatever the hell he just said. That's what I was supposed to say. Good luck. An attorney from the legal aid group, that, that big words I can't say because it's Russian and it's... Excessive. Why can't they have abbreviations like all the great stuff here in the United States? Anyway, that group told the Newswire that authorities seized a journalist's cell phones, laptops, tablets, and international passports during the raid. The legal aid group also said that Dobrokotov was a witness in the criminal case against unidentified individuals on charges of slander due to an alleged tweet about the Boeing MH17 crash, according to the AP. After police completed the search of his parents' residence, Dobrokotov was taken into custody for questioning. The recent raid comes as investigative journalists, supporters of the opposition movement, and human rights activists are facing increased pressure from the Russian government before an important parliamentary election on September 19th. The Russian government has been labeling various news sites, including the Insider, VT Times, and Medusa, as, quote, foreign Agents, which can lead to more government scrutiny that can discredit them. Yeah, not only discredit them, you can throw them in jail, right? In other places in the world, uh, this is happening. You guys remember Jamal Khashoggi? Remember that dude uh, worked for the? Was it the who was it? Who was it? Um, uh, not the New York Times. It was the Washington Post, I think. So that's who he worked for. Pretty sure, and he 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 got uh, cut into pieces. At the embassy. You guys remember that stuff? Yeah, an actual reporter for reporting against Saudi Arabia. And yeah, this is the type of shit that goes on in the world, right? You think there's not a, 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 an actual embargo on truth itself? yeah okay right this is what we do we arrest journalists we butcher them in embassies we make it difficult for them to survive if they don't take the the uh the the narrative of the the party this is 1984 people and not only that if we don't stand up for this no matter their political lean if you agree or not you're next trust me on that you are next and it's happening and people don't get it they're like yeah we're happy we shut up the nazi yeah guess what the nazi was not a nazi number one and number two after they shut up that supposed nazi you're next so go ahead cheer on your own demise people do it this is not okay these things are not okay and i'm telling you stop cheering for the ball being kicked in the damn net and pay attention to what's going on in the damn world and say something about it If we don't, we're going to lose everything. And they're trying. They are doing their damnedest to make sure we lose it all. You get it? Do you get it now? This is what's happening. This is the world we live in, people. And well, guess why it doesn't get pushed to the top of the news cycle? Because they don't want you to know. They want to do it quietly. They want to boil the frog slowly. They want to make sure by the time you realize what is happening, it is way too late seems simple doesn't it like george orwell said i'll play that quote actually because i've got it on speed dial because well that's the way i roll sometimes but you get it right remember what george orwell said yeah i got it right here listen to this i'll play it for you right off the troubled minds website troubledminds.org
3: this is the direction the world is going in at the present time In our world, there will be no emotions except fear, rage, triumph, and self-abasement. The sex instinct will be eradicated. We shall abolish the orgasm. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. But always, there will be the intoxication of power. Always, at every moment, there will be the thrill of victory the sensation of trampling on an enemy who is helpless. If you want a picture of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. It depends on you
1: right simple it's simple don't let it happen and it depends on you and not me and not you that's the simplest way to put it it depends on everybody that's what he means by depends on you it depends on this generation and the next and the one after that this stuff matters people It matters. And well, as the media moves to silence more critics, more dissidents, let's move to Snopes, which of course is the real source of truth in today's age. Snopes reports this. Yeah. So recently, you may have noticed, Joe Biden said he used to drive an 18-wheeler so what does snopes do they do a fact check on it here we go did biden drive an 18-wheeler biden got a first-hand look at a trucker's life on the road in 1973 but has he ever actually driven an 18-wheeler what do you think the answer to that is before we look at the snopes answer anybody know anybody know yeah, we're going to go to the Snopes answer, and they're going to say false. Whoa, no shit. They got one right. Can you believe it? While touring, the context is, while touring a Mack trucks facility in July 2021, U.S. President Biden said, quote, I used to drive an 18-wheeler. I got to. The president appears to have been referring to that time in 1973 when he rode 500 miles in a 47,000-pound cargo truck to get a first hand look at what it was like to be a trucker. Biden rode in this vehicle, but he did not drive it. You know what? As somebody who's got a commercial driver's license, a 47,000 pound cargo truck is not an 18 wheeler. I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> nice try. Anyway, nice that they got one right. Go Snopes. False. He never drove this shit and he's lying about it. And anyway, yeah, Snopes said something true. Yeah. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Let's continue, shall we? Where are we at time-wise? We're looking good. Time this, time that. Yeah. All right. Actually, let's take a quick break. You guys know how this goes if we're live. This is Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More news after the break. all right welcome back to troubled minds news and matt says in the chat who controls the past controls the future and yes indeed i also have that quote on speed dial which we will end with remind me actually i got it right here i'm gonna just read it and if all others accepted the lie which the party imposed if all records told the same tale then the lie passed into history and became truth who controls the past? Ran the party slogan. Controls the future. Who controls the present? Controls the past. Of course, George Orwell, 1984. Uh, looking to hear from you guys today. We are live if you want to be part of the show. 702 957 1037, troubledminds.org. And you can join the show. Click the Discord link. Get your ass in here. All right, let's uh, continue, shall we? This is from the New York Times, another fantastic beacon of truth and journalism (laughs) Uh, here we go two this is amazing headline is this two red objects were found in the asteroid belt they shouldn't be there according to who i want to (laughs) know they shouldn't be there Uh, how dare the asteroid belt do its thing and not consult us how dare it The space rocks may have come from beyond Neptune and potentially offer hints at the chaos of the early solar system. Yeah, all right. How dare they not uh, uh, let the New York Times know this was going on. There we go. Scientists led by Suno Hasegawa from JAXA, the Japanese space agency, reported in the Astrophysical Journal letters on Monday that two objects spotted in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter appear to have originated beyond Neptune. The discoveries could one day provide direct evidence of the chaos that existed in the early solar system. Quote, if true, it would be a huge deal, said Hal Levison, a planetary scientist at the Southwest Research Institute in Colorado. Who was not involved in the research? Weird. Earth's stellar neighborhood is fairly stable today, but four billion years ago, chaos reigned as the orbits of Jupiter and other giant planets beyond it may have shifted. The gravitational havoc caused by this planetary dance likely threw pieces of rock and ice all over the place. I like how they say maybe and possibly and then again and then sort of... Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they don't they don't know jack shit about this stuff. Uh, it's all computer models, and all the computer models are broke as fuck, aren't they? In any case, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm saying, come on, come on. All right, anyway, I'm over it. Let's move on to NBC News. Yep, here we go. This is also the world we live in. Fertility doctor accused of impregnating women with his sperm agrees to pay millions. Yep, that's right. I think I saw an X-Files episode like this. You guys remember this? In the X-Files episode, the guy had a little tail. A little 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 tail, right? A little vestigial tail in the backside, you know, sticking out his pants. And uh, he uh, he worked in a fertility lab as a janitor. Well, what was he doing? He wasn't actually doing this. Well, he kind of was. He was shape-shifting into the spouses or significant others of the women that were trying to get pregnant and and he would just knock them up. Well, that was the X-Files show. This right here, yep, real life. Fertility doctor accused of impregnating women with his sperm agrees to pay millions. Yep, a fertility doctor in Canada, uh, in many cases using his own sperm, has agreed to pay a $10 million payout. The large settlement was announced on Wednesday at a virtual hearing, said a a law firm representing at least one of the families. Uh, Nelligan Law? Uh, I guess that's the name of the place, said so the settlement was groundbreaking. 17 people, 17 people discovered through DNA testing that Dr. Norman Barwin is their biological father after their families sought his help, according to a press release from the law, form, law firm. More than 80 others, quote, do not know the identity of their biological father, but learned that Barwin did not use the sperm he was supposed to in their conception. Ah. Uh, Quote, the settlement of the class action provides compensation to those patients and their children where the DNA of the children is not as was intended by the parents at the time of the artificial insemination performed by Barwin, the law firm said in a statement. I think we probably don't need to read any more of that article because, come on, (laughs) what the fuck, what the fuck, people, really? i don't know like tell me tell me sometimes when you follow these news cycles if you do if you don't i don't blame you it's frustrating as hell like are you shitting me come on they got cameras all over the damn place in las vegas right to save the the plastic chips that represent money right and you know if they lose a bunch of chips they can swap the chips out right it's not that big a deal but they're still it's like fort fucking knox all right well, where are the cameras in places like this? Like, well, you know, making sure that this dude's not. Anyway, yeah, right. I'm, I'm, yeah. It, it, gross. Here we go. Let's continue, shall we? Yeah. Speaking of the world we live in, and you just want to punch yourself in the face sometimes. Police. This is from uh, Seven News Boston. Police apologize for throwing burnt body of woman in dumpster after mistaking her for mannequin yeah that's right uh police in canada issued an apology hi canada thursday afternoon for throwing the burnt body of a woman in a dumpster after mistaking her for a mannequin in sherbrooke quebec Firefighters responding to a small brush fire near a factory on Cabana Street on July 23rd around 10 a.m. met with witnesses who said someone had lit a silicone mannequin on fire, Sherbrooke Police Chief Danny McConnell said during a press conference, as reported by the CBC. Police were called in for assistance and following a discussion between the two departments. McConnell said they decided to dispose of the suspected mannequin in the dumpster at the Sherbrooke Police Service about four hours later a man filed a missing person report for his partner the news company reported police tracked the woman's cell phone signal to her car which was parked near the site of the fire others pulled what they thought was the mannequin from the dumpster and were able to identify it as the body of the missing woman well it's a good thing they were able to just you know pull her cell phone data right when they had the body they had the damn body in their hands but instead right instead of police being police we go to the surveillance state you see what in the world is going on here is there anything more upside down than this they tracked her down through her cell phone data after a missing persons report four hours after they dumped her body in a dumpster this is the cops in the fire department by the way you see what i'm saying let us continue shall we if you might be part of the show at any point 702-957-1037 go to this the bbc reports yeah nanjing new virus outbreak worst since wuhan says chinese state media awesome Almost 200 people have been infected since the virus was first detected at the city's busy airport on July 20th. All flights from Nanjing Airport will be suspended until August 11th according to local media. Officials also began citywide testing amid criticism for their failure. I got an idea. Why don't you just burn the whole airport down? That'll solve the problem. Yeah, right. All 9.3 million of the city's residents including those visiting will be tested, said state-controlled Xinhua News. Posts on social media show long lines of people queuing and authorities have reportedly urged people to wear masks. Stand One meter apart and avoid talking while they wait interesting does that sound like china or does that sound like the united states it's becoming increasingly difficult to tell is it not this continues officials said the highly contagious delta variant of the virus was busy or sorry was was behind the infections the delta variant of course the delta variant say it with me the delta variant yeah was behind the infections adding that cases had spread further because of how busy the airport is yeah. All right. I'm going to just leave it there. Anyway, if you got, anybody has comments on this stuff, give me a call, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Like I said, I am not advocating for a vaccine. I am not advocating against a vaccine. I am advocating that everybody, as an individual, should make up their own mind based on their own medical conditions and history. That's all I'm saying. And, of course, consult a doctor you trust. Not a shill doctor. Not one of them... Ones where you come in, they just try and give you pills and usher your ass out don't even ask you any questions or look at you. Not one of those dirty doctors. A doctor you trust. You see? You see how things change in this world? You see how things become, well, what they are. You tell me. You tell me. (laughs) You guys in the chat uh yeah all right so i don 't know this is uh it's weird, isn't it 's weird isn 't it there 's a lot of this that 's just bizarre as hell, and uh, I kind of don 't know what to think about it other than um, we live in the upside down. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep saying it because it just keeps making more and more sense. Speaking of, uh, you know, throwing mannequins and dumpsters and instead of just, you know, finding the body that's laying at your feet as part of the investigation. Well, well, we didn't know we were looking for somebody. So how are we supposed to expect the mannequins a real body? You know what I mean? We just threw in the dumpster. No then we went to the cell phone data and then we found out that she had parked nearby to where that mannequin was found ho oh, i'll tell you what let's go to knpr yep that's right a tech firm has blocked some governments from using its spyware over misuse claims Weird, yeah, uh, this is that uh, the Pegasus you guys heard of this, yeah, is Israeli spyware company NSO group has temporarily blocked several government clients around the world from using its technology as the company investigates their possible misuse. No, (laughs) a company employee told NPR on Thursday, the suspensions are in response to an investigation by the Pegasus Project, a consortium of media outlets that reported the company's Pegasus spyware was linked to hacks and potential surveillance of telephones of people, including journalists, human rights activists and heads of state. The company has been under scrutiny in the wake of the reports. The Israeli government has also faced pressure since it regulates the sale of spyware technology to other countries. Now the company says it has suspended some clients' access to its technology. "Quote: There is an investigation into some clients some of those clients have been temporarily suspended said the source in the company who spoke to npr on condition of anonymity because company policy states that nso quote will no longer be responding to media inquiries on this matter and it will not play along with the vicious and slanderous campaign weird weird like i say like i always say isn't it strange that the entire world is a PR firm now and all, all it does is protect corporations and big money interests and politicians. And all it tries to do is shit on us. I don't like it. I don't think it's okay. I think this in and of itself spying on heads of state with this software. Well, why isn't the world coming down on this? Whatever this is, the Pegasus. What is this? Pegasus? Not, I want to say Pegasus. Yeah, the Pegasus project. Yeah, here we go. Uh, possible misuse. Let's get this other this other link here. There we go. Here's the uh, possible misuse. How the Pegasus spyware worked. Let's see. It's a three minute listen. Should we listen to this? Yeah, well we got time wise. How many? Yeah, let's listen to this. Let's. Li- All right. If you guys aren't familiar with the Pegasus spyware, this is from KNPR, NPR of course, National Public Radio, which is <laughs> state funded. Here we go. Let's hear what they're saying about it.
4: This week brought an explosive investigation from the Washington Post and a consortium of media partners dubbed the Pegasus Project. It gets its name from a controversial spyware called Pegasus, and their investigation linked Pegasus and its vendor, the Israel based NSO group, to thousands of phone numbers and dozens of devices belonging to international journalists, human rights activists and heads of state. Today, we wanted to explore some of the details of how this spyware works. Drew Harwell, a technology reporter for the Washington Post, joins us now to explain. Welcome. Thanks for having me. So first, can you just tell us about this company, NSO Group, what products, what services do they offer, and who are their clients, mainly?
2: Their product is Spy Tools, and their customer is governments around the world. And what they sell is one of the most powerful spyware tools that we know about it can effectively take over the phone of pretty much anybody they want to target Mm. your contacts your call logs even your cameras and microphones become data devices for whoever has targeted you
4: okay this is sounding really scary how did pegasus actually work on the specific devices that your investigation looked into
2: pegasus works in a really uniquely scary way because it relies on something called zero click hacking a lot of the traditional spyware requires you to click on a spammy link right you get a bad text or an email you open a document and you give your computer away zero click means you don't have to do anything and you can still be made vulnerable Mm. and one scary thing from our investigation was that apple iphones even if you were all the way updated, you had the newest generation of iPhone, you could still be vulnerable. We ran tests that found forensic evidence of actual hacks of these updated devices. So Pegasus really is a symbol of how scarily sophisticated the spyware industry has become.
4: Yeah. I mean, we should note that the CEO of NSO Group, Shalev Julio, has denied that his company or or any software that his company has created had anything to do with with the many phone numbers on the list compiled by the reporters in the Pegasus project. NSO has also said that its product can't
2: target phones in the U.S.
4: Is that last part true? Do you know? Has NSO ever successfully hacked a U.S. phone?
2: Not that we know of. And that is what they say. But
1: come on. Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Whoa, it's happening all over the world, but they can't do it in the United States.
2: But we do know from this big list of 50,000 numbers that some of those numbers were plus one U.S. country codes. And so, you know, we can tell that there have been Instances where these American numbers have been added onto this potential, you know, list where uh, along the way, surveillance could happen down the road. So Drew, is there a way
4: for an average person to look at their phone or other device and to be able to tell that there's spyware on it?
2: The sad answer is no. And for certainly a lot of the people we talked to, this was a huge surprise to them, right? They, they thought they had been careful and yet this spyware can so effectively work behind the scenes to take the sensitive data and there's just no easy way to figure it out that
4: is drew harwell technology reporter for the washington post and one of the journalists on the pegasus project thank you all right there you go you heard it no click
1: hacking there's no way to know if it's happened to you and it's being run through yep that's right an israeli spy firm Uh uh-huh israeli spyware company nso group you hear that You know what i've been getting bizarre ass text messages that seem to be like code i'm like uh all right well i guess i'm compromised now even though i don't do shit i'm extremely careful and somebody's listening to me right you're like come on mike you're on a microphone no i've got what's called a hardware mute as i continue to speak yeah see there there are ways. There are ways to actually cut cut off whatever. I think I'm gonna have to keep my phone in a Faraday box now. What do you think? It needs its own little Faraday cage. Is that what they're called? To uh just uh yeah, avoid all this other bullcrap crap that's going on in the world. But yeah, I just um yeah. No click hacking. Welcome to it. But don't worry, it's not happening in the United States. You're safe. Let's move on, shall we? The BBC. Yeah. Speaking of the sick world we live in, there you go Brighton cat killer Stephen Bouquet jailed for stabbing sixteen pets right right yeah, there you go. if you guys uh, if you like the doom and gloom, hellfire is coming well that 's the Michael Strange you get today. Stephen Bouquet killed nine cats around Brighton between October eighteenth and June nineteenth seven more were injured that's amazing that seven cats got away from this sick bastard the 54 year old had denied 16 counts of criminal damage and possession of a knife but was found guilty in june wait criminal possession of a knife a knife oh the uk you guys are so cute love it bouquet who had been dubbed the brighton cat killer was sentenced to five years and three months in prison at hove crown court before bouquet sentencing a number of the cat's owners told the court about the impact of the killings catherine maddox said she could not stop thinking about her cat allen dead but warm in my arms covered in blood she also spoke of his playful innocent nature and imagined him running over thinking he was going to get a stroke and and instead getting stabbed there you go there you go there's the world we live in uh so yeah keep an eye on your pets because you never know there's sick fucks out there that'll do things like this and well yeah yeah uh you never know you never know uh yeah i'm not gonna say it about pets because i've got a pet situation of my own yeah uh, matt's out. shouldn't he get life in prison maybe maybe he should uh be left in a straitjacket in a solitary confinement cell with 30 cats and those cats only get water no food that's that would be a good way to go yeah Uh, you don't want me to be king of the world because this motherfucker would be first against the wall all right anyway let's continue shall we this is newser.com and uh yeah all right there we go billionaire accused of provoking trouble this is in china Gets 18 years. Observers say case against Chinese pig farmer and dissident dissident ally Sun Dawu is politically motivated. Yeah no shit. <laughs> yeah no shit. It's been nearly nine months since Sun Dawu was arrested, and on Wednesday, the Chinese billionaire pig farmer hurt his fate. 18 years behind bars, as well as a nearly five hundred thousand dollar fine. Sun's Crimes, per a Chinese court, quote, "...picking quarrels and provoking trouble." a charge The Guardian and BBC Note is often used against human rights activists. Per NBC News, the 67-year-old tycoon, whose Adawu Agricultural and Animal Husbandry Group is one of the biggest companies in China, was also found guilty by the People's Court and Gaobidin, I don't know what that word is, uh, a place in China maybe, of obstructing government officials illegally occupying farmland, illegally mining and gathering a crowd to attack state agencies. He was detained last year, along with more than 20 others including his wife sons daughters-in-laws and some of his employees hear that detained with his family and employees yep yep over a land dispute regarding a government-owned farm according to local media yeah but allies of son who said he's described himself at a pre-trial hearing as an outstanding communist party member What did george orwell say about the party yeah that's right say the charges against him were only brought because he keeps close company with dissidents and because he's an outspoken critic of the chinese government Ah, weird is it not weird how things seem to be on the march things seem to be oh i don't know upside down i don't know this is um like i said Sometimes you read the news and you just get mad, and uh, I think you should. I think from time to time it should fire you up, and you should be uh, upset about these things because what in the world's really going on? That's the question, right? And uh, I think there's there is some maybe barometer of truth, right? A compass of maybe true north, if you know what I'm saying, uh, or north true. Let's reverse it but i don't know i don't know it seems that uh more and more the that compass is being skewed by interference and that interference is the media that interference is government that interference is these major corporations that again would use us as their pig farm and here we are anybody ever read animal farm by george orwell by the way Uh, All right. Anyway, so as we finish, uh, it is Friday. So happy Friday. I hate to be shouting fire and brimstone. At least I didn't tell you the world was going to end today. So not that you'd believe me and not that you should, by the way, if I ever said something like that, but I'm not going to say that today. And, but, uh, there's always tomorrow. You never know what tomorrow brings God willing. Right. And, uh, let's see. Uh, there you go. Unelectable Airways says, say what you will about China, but at least they're willing to lock up their billionaires. Okay. (laughs) okay like i said uh if it's for false reasons i'm i stand with the billionaires i'm sorry uh now different a different different situation different situation if we're talking about uh billionaires and you know basically buying off the government and things like that right so notice notice this it's not so that that's an easy statement to make However, notice that the billionaire that got locked up was not necessarily for doing business wrong or poorly or any of the rest of that. It was for being a political dissident. All right. So if you want your billionaires locked up for being dissidents, guess who's next? Actually, if they get that far, they don't even have to get that far. It already means they went through you to do it. So, yeah, no, I stand with the billionaires if it's on false pretenses. But uh, I do agree that they should tax the hell out of the billionaires because they don't. They let them off the hook, don't they? Not tax the hell out of them, but, you know, fair share, all that stuff. It's it's part of the game. It's part of the game. They want us to hate the billionaires, right? When the reality of this is, is, is exactly. The reason they get away with it is because the political body allows them to. You see, but then the same political body uses the we hate the billionaires rhetoric to make us hate them when the reality is the government themselves are allowing them to get away with that conduct that we hate. So, like I said, it's not as simple as those things. It's not as simple as division politics like that. And uh, again, if you arrest somebody on false pretenses, I stand with the person arrested. That's it. We're done. Does so anybody else, if you guys have uh, comments on this, we got a few minutes for you. And uh, as you know, I'm not afraid to go long on the show if anybody wants to jump on and be part of the conversation. Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Get your ass in here and let's talk. And uh, like I said, happy Friday. It's the Major League Baseball trade deadline and it's been, if anybody's watching that, it's hot and heavy to do sports news for just eight seconds because that's all I'm going to say about it. But, uh, you know, these other things are way more important than that. It's just some news to take your mind off the real news, which is depressing and grotesque and etc. So, I don't know waiting for you if you guys are not going to call then uh, I'm just going to end it just gonna just gonna end this M and that's gonna be it the the bad news is we're about to be done the good news is tomorrow God willing we've got tomorrow we've always got tomorrow so uh, we will be back uh, I'm gonna try and do a patreon show this weekend I'm not sure exactly when maybe look to Saturday ish so if you guys have subbed up to this channel on Twitch or you subbed up to patreon which I've updated those lists I'll read out read them out in a second and say thank you to those folks then you will be entitled to a Extra Troubled Mind show on probably Saturday. Like I said, I figure around 4 p.m. I'm going to try and aim for that so that uh, as many people as possible don't have to stay up late to, to come in and listen and whatnot. And we'll do it like we did last time. We will do it on... Um, what are we going to do it on? We'll do it on Discord. So it'll be kind of in the chat area there, and it'll be uh, the second Patreon show. And that's up. Uh, yeah, what's up? Uh, only fans. Yeah, only fans will be coming next month. We're going to set that up if you guys want to see Michael Strange in the buff. No, I'm just kidding. We're never doing that. We're never doing that. But okay. Uh, so that's what's going on. And uh, like I said, just kind of buying time at the end if anybody wants to call or jump in the Discord and say hi seven oh two nine five seven one zero three seven 957 dot org click the discord link and there you go there you go all right all right all right that's it sort of it sort of that's it all right so here's the the other good news so i used to be able to fit everybody into a star wars crawl at the end of this but there's too many people supporting the show now uh, not too many people let's say let's say there's too many people supporting the show to fit in the star wars crawl how about that so i'm gonna have to just read them old school style but uh, so sorry about that but well you know like i said the, the growing has its advantages and this show is growing and I, I appreciate that because this show does not grow without you guys without you guys spreading the word without you coming back, without your smart, honest engagement in the conversations, without any of those things, this show does not grow. This show, like I always say, is nothing without you guys. And so, thank you, thank you, thank you. Here's my politician moment. I promise I'm not running for office, I'm not gonna do it. But okay, let's do it. Uh, let's anybody calls? Nope, nothing. Radio silence, radio silence. What's up? What's up, Joe in Florida? I see you there, buddy. I see you what's up guys yeah <laughs> the chat's funny you guys are great all right let's do it uh-oh i'm getting a phone call from a phantom number uh, i wonder if wonder if it's my car warranties up yeah probably right or, or it's the uh that israeli spyware company right my my no-click hack i don't even have to touch this call and it's gonna hack my shit watch Anyway, let's finish this up. Let's do the outro, and like I said, uh, so uh, all you folks who have subbed up to the channel or if you have not yet, uh, now's your time. Let me play this once more, and you can sub up right here on Twitch, and you can do it for free if you've already got an Amazon Prime account. One more time, and let's uh, finish this sucker up. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use and also a bonus five dollars a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to twitch and all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe thanks for considering us all right there we go easy as that now uh, let's uh let's play the outro and say thank you to all the folks who've subbed up to the channel and uh help pay the bills for the phone line and everything else and all the hosting and Uh, All all the stuff we're doing, all the stuff we're doing, nothing's free in this world. And uh, I appreciate you guys a lot for helping me pay those bills and getting us into the black for the first time ever, which is amazing. A few bucks black is better than hundreds of dollars red. So (laughs) it's good. It's good. Uh, So thank you so much, everybody, for being part of this and uh, supporting the show. You guys know who you are. This show is funded directly by a decentralized freedom squad that answer only to ourselves. Corporate and political interests can jump off. Twitch subs, thank you to AJ Dare, Alien Nichean, nee Bailey, Gibby twenty one eighty eight, Dark Devious, Forties AM, Ident. What's up Johnson? J up, J from New York, Large Marge, Noble Cowell, Not the Golf Channel, Quint sixty seven, Rohan the Mighty, Stinky Carnival, SuperVike, Satan Claus, and also, also. The Patreon supporters, we have two new ones Penny and Cole. Also, Alien Nichan, Axel Steele, Dark Devious, Dwayne Dibley, Hell 21, J. Up Johnson, and Matt Sal. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it a lot. And uh, God willing, we have tomorrow. So, Patreon supporters and people that have subbed up to this channel, there's a Let me know if I missed anybody and I will add you to the discord bonus content and there's bonus content going up there as well. I've got some stuff to finish this weekend and also a bonus troubled mind show on Saturday. 4 p.m. Consider it then and we'll see you then. If you have any questions about any of that stuff or if I left anybody off the list as an honest oversight let me know because I promise I fuck up too and uh, that's what's up. So God willing we have tomorrow. Thanks guys. I appreciate it a lot and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow afternoon in the Discord. If you have any questions on how that works feel free to hit me up there or you can always reach me at TroubledMindsRadio at Gmail and that's that. That is a wrap we'll see you guys Tomorrow or, or uh, wait, wait till Monday if you're not on the Patreon or subbed up to the channel. All right. Happy Friday and have a great weekend. See you soon.